It feels like forever, but it's only been two weeks, and now it's time for the Pod Notes. Yes. Good evening, chat. Evening, evening, everyone. How are you doing? Who have we got in the room tonight, then? We've got Flynn, Cugsy, Duffman, Whiteside, and our very special guest, the Beepo Man. The Beepo Man. It's Beepo Ben Man. from Beepo. Come on, Ben. Right, so um, just to, obviously, we'll, we'll talk about what you're here for, but to give you, the listeners, some idea of what Ben's about. Ben is a plumber, a mental health advocate, and owner of fashion clothing brand Beepo, and he's had a, a, quite a journey to get there, and we thought it would be really interesting for Ben to come on and tell his story. So thanks for joining us, yes, Ben. you are nice very one. welcome. Thank nice you for one. having us in this beautiful establishment. Okay, and where would you like to start from, Ben, then? Obviously, it's your journey. Where would you like to start the journey? Maybe 1996. Yeah. yeah. Going all the way back to the origins. Yeah, yeah. Of me. Yeah. Of you. Which is what me. you do. I'm going to inspire you to do what you do now. So the, the inspiration for doing what I do now is me hedonistic youth, I think. So 15 pints a day, three bags of Charlie a day, mon- Monday through Thursday, and then it was the weekend, and that carried on from, like, 1996 to... No. 2000 and... <laughs> 2000, something like that. Until, until divorce was knocking, you know what I mean? Ooh, yeah. But, so we've, we've been doing Beepo for, I think... Nine years, ten years next year. So explain to us quickly for anyone at home who doesn't know Beepo, what is Beepo? So Beepo is short for Be Positive Tailored Brand. My surname's Taylor, we put a play on words. So the trademark is that. And we just want any humans to feel good in what they wear, man. So that was where it started. Started making t-shirts, hoodies, um, sweats, with little logos on, our logo on. And then picked it up from there. And then three, four years ago, started making clothes out of parachutes. So was this inspired by your journey with addiction a little bit? uh, Or did it start at the same time? What was the time scale on that? Well, I was still doing bits, as they say, when we first started it. But like I said, divorce, three kids, job, everything getting a bit heavy. And it was a choice of, right, you're either stopping being in bands, because I'm a drummer, or you're out on your ass. So, I don't know whether it's a right decision or not. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that, you know, I would yeah. say it's the right yeah, decision. It's the right deci- no, it definitely was the right decision because I, I, if it wasn't for me, missus, I'd be dead, you know, um, and my kids. So, so that rock and roll lifestyle was taken over, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that rock and roll lifestyle when you're not even a rock and roll star, you know what I mean? Just drumming in local bands, really. Had a um, two-week session in EMI where we thought, this is it. Didn't get through. Our manager at the time was a bit of a, yeah, charlatan, shall we say. All right, Steve, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and yet it was just all that. It was just drinking drugs, man. Yeah. When when you think you've made it, in adverting commas, you know, only, only the 1% of bands or whatever can do that, making it ding. Did you find that you fell into what I presume is the, the stereotypical lifestyle of you know what a rock star does yeah looking back now it's the ale so if you put me in a boozer you have a bevy that one bevy even a sip of that bevy you're on the phone yeah that's it done and that's life from when you're 20 whatever till you're 30 whatever and that's still like the lifestyle of many many fellas 
probably women as well, but mostly fellas now, you know? And it's that only recently, say two years, I've not the ale on the head, yet I'm still thinking of stuff. And this last month, I've had a bit of an hard time of work and stuff, so I've been thinking about ale and whatever. But I haven't done anything. But that was well always done. the trick. Well yeah. done. Thank you very well much. Done. Probably looking for a form of escape, aren't you? That's yeah. Arms. So, that's so a... well, that's what the brand is for me. Every bit of energy that I've got, I put into recording or playing or going to practice in flipping Bolton on a Tuesday night when it's pissing down with rain. That's the same focus, you know. So, how did you manage to go from wanting to be a musician in a band mm. to then going to fashion design? Yeah, what was like the turning point? Uh, I just thought there's loads of brands out there because we make your own brands. They're doing well with it. Transalpino in Liverpool. One of my mates, one of my good mates, runs that. And I used to work is, is for that him. Jockey? No, Jay. Right. But I used to work for Jay in Tessucci years ago when it was in Chester. I think he had to sack me. To be fair, I think I, I probably lasted about five weeks. Went to some birds twenty first and didn't turn up for five days or something. Yeah, I got a sack. How do you go from rock star training to fashion training? How does uh, that happen? I just think putting that time and energy, you know, if you've got that addiction stroke problem in your life where you can't go into a boozer without getting walloped, like, I'm jealous of people who can just go for a pint. So do you think that you, you're trading that addiction for the addiction of running a business and you want the accolades that comes with that? So you're chasing the high of making your business successful and you're getting your kicks that way now it's through like a, a through a different um, channel yeah. yeah it's probably yeah it's probably still classed as addiction if you will yeah I, I just think even with me drumming and stuff all i ever wanted to do all of, all i always wanted to do is make people laugh and make people happy and make people have a good time and i think when you're on the other bits i was always center of attention jumping about like an idiot yeah i can take more than you i can drink more than you and i'm just the idiot still standing up at the end of the day do you know what i mean trying to make people laugh and yeah, it's, it's probably the same sort of vibe. Can I ask a question then? So, obviously, I know they say some people have an addictive gene. Mm. Or, or do you know what it is inside of you that made it that that appeal to you? Some people say there's a voice in their head, so they go drinking or whatever to, to quiet that. Have you identified that? I was thinking about this when I was having a shit before. <laughs> and uh, well, I knew it was coming, didn't I? Sort of, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's about fitting in for me, I think. It was a bit of a... Wanderer, my dad was in the army, you know, here, there and everywhere, settled in Wrexham, but then went to America for the beer. But meeting people who have got a lot of money and do that sort of stuff day in, day out when you're younger and you're like, whoa, this is all right. I'm sort of fit in, even though now it probably didn't affect them half as much as it's affected me and they the, haven't been the byproduct. Yeah, yeah. The pay, the pay off isn't yeah. worth it now, mm. is it, when you look at it? No. Interesting, you said your dad was in the army. So about Beepo's products? Yes. How did you come across making them the way you did? And can you elaborate on, on that? The military thing, innit? So, yeah. I've always liked pockets, man. It's mad, innit? All the jackets that I've ever bought, my wardrobe's navy, khaki, olive, and it's all parkers, it's all field jackets, or smocks, and it's all the same. They all look the flipping same, just got a different labelling, you know what I mean? But I just thought, we can do better. We can, especially when we started using the parachutes, just the feel of it and the, the, the look of it, the aesthetic of it, it's just amazing. So for everyone at home, you re repurpose <coughs> Ministry of Defence. Yeah. Parachutes yeah. into clothing. Yeah. 
Sorry. Oh, sorry. That chocolate cake is still stuck in my throat. Whatever you're on at home, that was Duffy's mum's chocolate Shout cake. Shout out, Joyce. Nice cake. There's the coconut in there because it's stuck in the back of my throat. Right, so I've got a question. Obviously, when you thought you're going to start a clothing brand to come away from the alcohol, the drugs, or whatever it was, how come you made it into a mental health clothing brand? Is that something that you came across yourself or saw other people struggle with? Well, I- we're messing about with loads of different names, loads of different logos, and then the tailored thing fits in because my surname's Taylor, but with a Y, tailored with an I, makes stuff yeah. clothing. And then it just happened, and I just thought being positive is a good attitude to have for life. You know, yeah. it wasn't a case that we were consciously going down the mental health route. Then it was just that oh, sounds cool, you know. And then lads on site where I was working just shortened it to Beepo, and I thought that's even better. And then it's grown from there. Have you found that that thing of Fashion is a hell of a lot different than what you do. Yeah. And what was people's reactions towards it when you said, I'm going to start like making my own or create my own brand of clothes? Oh, I still get ripped for it now. Because it's not, I suppose, like a lot of the area-assed fellas don't think it's the most masculine of things. And, well, and on the flip, there's a closed world up there. They don't want to let you in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In the fashion world. Yes. It's hard. Let's face it, it, it. Oh, mate, yeah. Yeah, it's for a class of people that aren't us, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. But I think, so I still get ripped now. I still get text messages. Now, Benji, what's that? You know what I mean? From, from the same lads I've been working on site with forever. Shite clothes, that shite, this, shite. But we're still going. You know what I mean? And no offence to at all to the likes of whatever the... Say br- the names, go on. Monster X, Monster A, and all that sort of keeper, yeah. which, which caters for the Scouser. Yeah. yeah, which yeah. is great. Because if I could make a tracksuit that made me loads of money, I would. But it's not what I'm into, you know? Each to their own. So you've got to follow your passion. You've got to be passionate yeah. about what you do. Yeah. Right? yeah. So it, I've always been passionate about looking cool, man. Bit of tennis stuff, bit of rock and roll stuff, or moddy stuff. Yeah, and it just grew from there. So all the inspiration, like the our smock is a, a blatant rip-off of the Help album because they were all wearing a smock of sorts on that help album with the hoods up and stuff the parker it's just a classic parker but we make our pockets so you can fit a 12 inch vinyl in the pockets <laughs> the smaller jackets you can fit a 45 in so it's all functional man. yeah i've noticed on like the, the pictures that i've seen like on your your instagram and stuff like that it looks as though it's heavily influenced by the likes of your stone islands yeah but better yeah you know yeah of course it is because i think there's a, there's a misconception with Stole Island, I think, because it's cool. It's not just a yobby arsehole I'm going to rip it's your head well off. Stuff, it's yeah. a, It's a beautiful garment, man. You, you know, you'll have it, and you'll have it for life. Yes, it's got the other connotation, but the reason why they wore it, because they wanted to look better than everybody else. And the creation, your man, Massimo Wasti, who makes it, is cultivation of garment technology and dyeing and all that. It's just crazy. So, you know the way you said you do, like, hoodies and sweatshirts, T-shirts? Yeah. Do you do a season, like a line for that season? No, we're pretty much all go. Our stuff unisex. My wife wears my stuff, vice versa, and her knickers. <laughs> <laughs> I had her knickers on the other day. I'll show you a picture later on. So so the, the venue that we're playing at, the fella who owns that came to mind for the brew. And um, I said to her, have you got any knickers? She's like, what? You know, the big granny numbers. <laughs> so I bought a Spanx thing for me belly at Christmas. <laughs> 
a black one, and I've got a Beepo balaclava. So <laughs> put her knickers on, Beepo. And he hasn't been to my house before. <laughs> he goes, I think I'm outside. So I'm opening the door. I'm like, mate, how's it going? Full ballet on. I don't really know him that well. And I'm asking him, do you want a brew? <laughs> Still in the balaclava. Sounds like a scene for Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. But no, we're not, we're not seasonless. So for the simple reason that we don't sell much online. It, it's more face-to-face. It's because it's tailored more so, so you'd have to well, come yeah. in. Well, it, it's all bespoke. So even if you wanted the same jacket as John had, from a parachute because of the, the way of the parachute the way it's cut it'll be a totally different jacket anyway it'll be the same cut and the same the same fit or whatever but all the different shapes in it would just use because Jill who makes our stuff I just give her free reign I don't say I want it the same but it's all different for everybody do you know what I mean so, something what? my mum told me was when I told her about the podcast and you coming on Apparently in the war, they yes. used to make wedding dresses. Yes. Well, I was just they about did. to. I made up my god in face. You robbed me segment yeah. there. So yeah, in the war. In the war. Th- there was in the war. Yeah, in the war. There was a, a lack of a silk and, yeah. and materials like that. So there was yeah. a lot of wedding dresses yeah. and underwear and stuff made out of that. And it, it symbolized love then instead of war. So it had an alternate meaning didn't yeah. it of the parachutes that cool, we that. used yeah. so make love that not really go good. jump out of a plane so you uh, brought me questions so <laughs> i was gonna say you like you know <laughs> you know some other new some other uses of of how parachutes were used well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, wedding so dresses, like, man. we made a white one our first ladies dress we made rowetta's got it from the mondays oh yeah, yeah. no way you still haven't worn it yet rowetta but oh, no a- one's made an honest woman of it yet no <laughs> I don't want to say anything. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Um, if you want to get them back, come on the show. <laughs> but yeah, so she's got the first dress that we made, a white one. And then obviously people are coming in and saying the same. Do you know what this was used in the war as well? And I was like, wow. No, I didn't know. That's that's strange that you've picked up on that. And the ethos behind your thing, there probably is a lot of love and that that oh, goes into them dresses, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So obviously you took the risk to start a business. What was the the hardest thing that came with starting that business? What was the barrier and how did you overcome it? Selling a pair of Adidas Dublin. Because <laughs> I had to sell them to start the business, which flipping killed me, man. Yeah. Yeah. They were battered 2008 to Adidas Dublin and I think 2010 pair of Adidas Italia. I was devastated. But I think I needed 500 quid to start the business so that they had to go. Mm. <laughs> that was yeah. the hardest thing, honest. The weight to see if it was going to get trademarked and then you're off then, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But ever since then, you know, we don't make loads of money out of it. It just ticks over, so it's it's just cool. So when you started off, was it mostly, did you make it for like mates? Yeah. Or did you do it with the idea of, well, I want to take this and obviously put it into stores or create pop-ups? Well, it, all of that, this is going to sound bollocks, but I just want to take over the world, man, with all good stuff. Fuck them. Why you know not? I mean? not? Why not? Why not? Think because there's like so that. many dream big. There's so many. There's so much bad stuff happening. You know, there's so loads of people like us who don't get the opportunities that we should get. Um, we were talking the other day. We did a talk at UCLan in Preston the other day, and we we're talking about scholarships. So we're thinking about me jumping out of planes, raising money to then give interns that work for us a chance of paying half their scholarship off or half their fees because people who help us out we want to give back to them you know what I mean it's a good point that that, that leads quite quite well onto other areas of Beepo because there's not just you there's your wife Natalia as well shout out Natalia and so 
when you just mentioned going into colleges and stuff, so you're not just making clothes, are you? You are doing other things around the youth and young people. Tell yeah. us about that. Yeah, we've partnered with a special educational needs school recently, as in last week, called Petty Pool, which is their whole remit is to get kids with disability, well, young adults with disabilities, into employment. So with the book, we've done a, a six-week programme with College Cambria in Deeside, where the book's called Alphabet with Attitude. So we've been, we've sat in front of 100 kids over the six week period and they do their own alphabet with attitude. So the college wanted to focus on resilience because it's the kids first year and loads of people drop out. So this is, this is these books you've brought yeah, today, is yeah. it? So in a nutshell, what would you explain to someone what one of these books is and it does? Alphabet with attitude for big and little humans. And it's just a guide to life, a Northern guide to life, simple, dumbed down, do's and don'ts is this it? open like, a page and read one so to inspire them yeah I see so I ideas have them hundreds of them write them down some of them are the simplest ideas are the greatest inspire take and give inspiration to anything and anyone you can so that was nice. I see imagine imagine your future also listen to a bloke called John Lennon's song called Imagine poignant to say the least and then the last one is inclusion yes you need your own space and time but include yourself and others share your ideas develop them into something inspirational see I really like that one because I've read this book and it's called Coming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza anyway it's just about envisioning your future and like when you have that vision when you have that idea and you constantly think about it it becomes a reality because if you think about what you've done, you think about what everyone in this room's done, it started with that idea you've thought about so many times. That open it on high just seems <laughs> so like there as, you know, what a coincidence. I mean, if I was a kid reading that now, that would highly inspire me to get out the mud. Yeah. I just think, do you know what? This guy's come in, he's telling me, look what you can do. Yeah. I believe in you. Well, the thing, the weird thing is, though, I'm still stuck in that mud. You know, the, the enjoyment we get from doing these things with colleges and from doing all the stuff in the shop and that, it's amazing, but then you've got real life, and that's the thing that my brain still can't hack. So we had the shop on Cheshire Oaks for six months, only Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, but then real work in between. And it's just that crossover. We're getting there. We're getting wealth there. Wealth isn't just a monetary thing. No, so not, if you're inspiring no. kids yeah. to do that, you can't take your wealth with you. No. I mean, if you do make one person's life difference, oh, mate, yeah. then for me, that was worth all your hard work. Well, the, the classes in there. So it, we did it with childcare students. We did it with hair and beauty and social studies. But some of the kids in there can't stay in a class. They can't. Yeah. their ADHD is just through the, the roof. The curriculum's not set no. up for everyone, is but it? We know that. When we went in, we got notes off the kit. This is the best thing we've ever had. And a teacher to come and say to us, look, you see who was, who's been ticking because she can't act the space, but she stayed in. She's never stayed in one lesson through the whole year, but she stayed in with you two. It's, it's just mad. It's mad. Amazing. I think the, the thing that strikes me about what Paul read out there, and I'll certainly be having a look through the, the rest of the book later, is... It's almost like you're creating your own philosophy. Yeah, man. That is inspirational to others. Yeah. It's like, if I can do it, yeah. well, so can you. Yeah, fucking It's right. paying it back, and yeah. that person will pay it back. Yeah. It's, it's, that's a bit just, like a handbook so to life, yeah. isn't well, it? Well, it is, yeah. So, but as you say, 
dumbed down. Yeah. It's dumbed down and northern. Well, it's the it's way what, I it's speak. What, it's what yeah. we understand. Yeah. It's the way I speak. So it's even written with no G's on the end of stuff and daft bit of lingo and whatever. But, and some of the colleges like that. Some of them, they've kicked us out the door and said, nah, you can't even spell me. Like, That's not about that, is it? What I do like about that is that bleeds across the whole BPO ethos. So you go into work with that attitude. You're creating clothes with that attitude. You're wearing your clothes with that attitude. You're doing the sound system, which we'll come on to. You, compare that to a brand like Balenciaga and their ethos. Yeah. Do you know? Well, that's the thing. So you need, it's sick to say, but you need money, right? You do. When you're trying to do something like this, we ain't got none. So we're doing it how we're doing it and it's working. Obviously, we've both still got full-time jobs, me and the wife. But the big picture, because I'm never going to let this go now. I've been in it too long. It, it can't fail. Even if I'm 65, when I can finally stop my job, and my kids go, right, Dad, we're going all day now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like you said, the, the, the receiving... Because in my, in my line of work, on a side, people do not give a fuck about that. They don't. It's just how men... The world is changing, though. Yeah, very much so. The world very is much changing. so. And that's why we're, we're on a cusp of stuff in all different ventures and different industries and stuff like that where people do get it. Well, the buzzword is sustainability isn't yes. it, these days. And you can see well, it is a health. sustainable yeah. business. Yeah. So moving forward with the green agenda, maybe it'll just fall in line and you'll hit that sweet spot soon enough. And I, we really yeah, I think do. we will. I think we will. But it, it, I think... It's, it's a tick box now for every single brand, whether you're making trainers or you're making flipping cabbages and wrapping them up and sticking them in the supermarket. Everyone has got to fulfill that sustainability box or the mental health box. So everyone will be starting to do it, you know, more. Yeah, but they're starting to do it and meaning it. Well, exactly. Yeah. And, the, and, and they're two different things. Yeah. If sustainability and mental health approach has come as part one of your core central values of the business when you started it mm. that shows through punters aren't stupid they can spot greenwashing yeah okay so obviously we can give us your handle on your yeah well, how do we find you how do we find you on instagram and can you give us your website as well yeah website is www.teambepo.co.uk and instagram is we are bepo but uh, underscore in between the we and they are. Well, we'll yeah. stick all that onto, onto I'll put our links in the description, podcast. yeah. So I know you want to talk about this sound system thing, but yeah. just before we move on to that, can you tell us about past collaborations you've done and future collaborations you've got planned? We're pretty lucky in the respect that we want to collaborate with loads of people and we have done, in effect, there's a chap called The Long Shot. He's a scouser, but he lives in Manchester and he makes the best hats ever. So I've given him some parachute fabric. He's cracking on with that. There's a kid who we work because our stuff's in a shop called Owen Chester, and you uh, did have you did have a pop up at Cheshire Oaks, and you might go back. Yes, yeah, yeah, th- we're, yeah we're definitely going back, man. Right, definitely going back, and that'll be bigger and better again. I'll but, pay that a visit. Yeah, but the Owen is in Chester City Centre, is it? Yeah, I think it's 22 Bid Street. Just been done out, but it's a cool collective of like-minded souls. So the kid there who makes bags out of recycled car seat belts. There okay. you go, and it's sick. It's the, the best thing. I'm nicking his idea. Sorry, Oscar, to, to make a record bag, but I'm only using a, a bit of car seat, seatbelt stuff, so I think I'll get away with it. Talking about nicking ideas, I'm going to do something a little bit new on the podcast tonight. So I saw this thing on TikTok, and it's this TikToker, and he goes up to people in the street and asks them this one question. I think it's an amazing question. So I'd like to ask you, if there was one thing you could tell the world now, what is it? 
the world. Yeah, the world. Everyone. Not, not just kids, not just... The audience, universal. Be positive. Be positive. Yeah, people. People. Oh, yeah. How old are you, by the way? He's 17. 17, 17 going yeah. on 35. Yeah, exactly. You've done well, mate. He's a legend, did he? Don't know who he He's is, more then. serious than you. <laughs> Never met anyone like You're him. More air. <laughs> <laughs> profound, yeah. <laughs> the profound Don't wisdom of Flynn. What, what, yeah. what do you do? Uh, I'm in sixth form in Blue Coast. Doing what? Uh, chemistry, biology, and English. I didn't mean to ask that. Hey. It's a rocket scientist, then. Brilliant. What's this for them? Is it first, or do you Did want you to talk about the Yeah, let's do, yeah so, be, so one of the projects that's coming up, 22nd of yeah. March in Liverpool, in the Baltic Triangle, yeah. is the Beepo sound system. Yes, man. So I'm looking forward to it. But, oh, it's going to be So if be people won't know what it is, so from the bare bones, describe what the Beepo sound system is going to be about. Yeah, well, it's just a celebration, man. Unfortunately, there's a £10 ticket charge for this celebration, so it, it is... It is us inadvertently saying thank you to everybody who's, who's come and seen us in the shop, bought stuff online. We've got to charge a few quid. Listen, it'll cost you that for the drink and time at the moment. Exactly, so yeah. don't don't exactly. feel guilty about that. Yeah. You, you provide the service, yeah. and I'm sure people will willingly pay that yeah. in this day and age. Definitely. So go on. So it's the DJs that were in the shop. And in my head, I've been talked down a bit by DJs. Or in my head, okay. I wanted about 10 sets of decks in a line. We've got a mixer that we can all plug into so we can mix at the same time. Mm. And then up opposite yet is a reggae dub sound system from Sugar Shack, which will blow your balls off. And the idea was, if we fancy it, you can have a mix. Not a case of, right, John and Will are having a two-hour back-to-back and then we'll go next. Nah, fuck that, man. If your BPM's the same as his and you want to scratch over the top and jump in, you do it. It's an excuse for me to get my drums out because I'm doing live hip hop drums. Oh, you can take mega. your bongos. So, yeah, I'll sit in the corner with <laughs> my bongos. bongos. I, I got some for Christmas. Me assessing with bongos. Oh, but mate, I want I'm a percussionist. Can you bongo? Stand, yeah. yeah. Wait, you're bongoing before the show's finished. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of bongos. That's a lost like, music track. My lost in music track tonight was going to. It was very closely going to be the incredible Bongo band. What a, what a break. Uh, no, I was going to go with Bongolia or Bongo Rock. Bongo Rock, said me. I've, I've got that on vinyl, mate. The full album, it's amazing. So it's that time of the week. Uh, my favourite part of it. And ladies and gentlemen, this is Lost in Music. I, I do feel like he's mixed the bongos up a bit there. Yeah. Yeah. So, as guest, Ben, you get the first choice of uh, what your choice is this week for Lost in Music. Okay. Yeah, where we started, 1996. You know, Soul. it's all right, I feel it. Yeah. Tune. Yes. It's all right, I feel it. <laughs> the drums. The drums. Yeah. Masters at work, man. Just and that snare, and the bass, just rolling. Yeah, just amazing. Was it Jocelyn Brown doing yeah. the vocals? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, amazing. Such a tune. Really? Uh, mine's weather related. I was out with the dogs, and it was just Saturday it's afternoon. Not mud, is it? <laughs> Saturday afternoon it was it felt like the first day of the year where I felt the heat of the sun mm. so I've gone for Nicola Conti 
my kind, uh, kind of sunshine. Oh, mate, what a tune, honest. <laughs> it's on at South. It sounds like drum and bass. No. Done it? Yeah, it's wicked. Sorry, I'll shut up. Jazz. Oh, nice. it's beautiful. <laughs> but when it kicks in. Can you play this with sound system, please? What? Play this. bongos. That's proper, man. Love it. Going to see him next month. Shut up. He's on at the Southport weekend. Shut up. Along with Masters at Way. Full band with him. I tell you what, that's two great choices to start us off with. Jazz Club. Nice. Next one is from Jay Kendall on Facebook. He sent me on this one. Shout out Jay Kendall. Yeah, shout out the big one. All right, Jay. Sleep on the Floor by the Lumineers. If the sun don't shine on me today And if the subway's flood and bridges break Will you lay your sound down and be You can tell this is just going to go into a mega epic chorus Obviously, we're limited by copyright, so we yep. can only play about 30 seconds. Sorry, Mr. Copyright. <laughs> so. So, I've just, this band lately, it's been one of your best. It's one of your best, you know what it's going to be. It's the Spice Girls, in it? It's Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Leonard Skinner. <laughs> skinny Lenny. <laughs> it's Skinny Lenny. It's Leonard Skinner. It's simple, man. Fire up the Mustang. Well. You sure you're only 17? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Flint's been in a 70s rock way mode for the past yeah. four years, I think. <laughs> Get it on the list. Great one, that. Cooks. So I'm going to go with a song that's got the greatest use ever of a Hall and Oates sample, and it's going to be Say No Go by De La Soul. Good choice. <laughs> You've got to let that sample play, by the way. I don't think right on down to the skate. The baby was born into a world of the pits. And if he could have talked that soon in the delivery room, we would have That would have been a great video clip, that wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah the little one. A boomerang. Is it a boomerang? Everyone yeah. just bouncing their heads. Yeah. I feel a bit inadequate now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got to say, it's a proper cheese festival. Yeah. now, that's the strongest lost in music yeah, I think we've had. The house of cards is just going to come down now. I quite like this one. I think it's quite inspirational. Just don't keep going there. If it was it was a when will I be famous, uh, by Ross? <laughs> if it was a church go man, I'd have a bit of this. And it's Dr. Alban sing Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be the period stuff. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> what made you pick this one? A lack of taste. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is mega. This, this is this. It's the piano, isn't it? It's the piano. Yeah. 
to be fair. Yeah, if you close your eyes, you can picture 1,500 Germans going fucking bananas in that, can't you? In a team Buckley. Yeah. Yeah. Lay the holes and fly on everybody. Yeah. yeah. I think on that one, I'll end that with that. <laughs> Thanks, oh. everyone. We will never do Lost in Music again. <laughs> oh, man. Do you reckon that's why there was only four Beatles? Did Pete Best pick Dr. Alban? Like, fucked it off. Not Ben. <laughs> All right, so uh, socials this week. So obviously we've spoke about Ben's socials. We'll put the links on them. Our own socials are the Podnauts, P-O-D-N-A-U-T-S, on Facebook and Instagram. If you could stop what you're doing right now, press pause, whatever format you're following us on, hit the follow button. If you can, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Acast, Apple, whatever. Amazon. It's going on these days, Amazon. Give us a follow up help with the analytics. But yeah, just on one last thing though, before anything else, have a look at Beepo's website, have a look at Beepo's Instagram. Tickets are on Skiddle yes, for are, the yeah. Beepo Sound System yeah, night in Liverpool on the, on the 22nd of March. Oh, so, well, you know, everyone's we'll, welcome. We'll add a link to that as well, yeah. so if you can yeah. get there, guys, we'll probably... Hobnobs are going to be there as well, so yeah, we'll be very we'll, I think we'll, we'll, we'll plan on a little day trip for that one, yeah. Yeah, so. field trip. Yeah, obviously shout-outs. Anyone want to go for the shout-outs? Um, Shout-out to Miles um, and... Shout out to Marty in Slovakia. Big shout out to Marty, our friend in Slovakia. Big shout out to Martin. Yeah. Well, we, we'll have just to interrupt you there, Cooks. We are going to do talk about Slovakia because you all know we talked about Cohen. But it's going to be a coffee pod. This is quite an eventful weekend, shall we say. We're going to record the coffee pod and we're going to send that out. So, Cooksy shout outs. I'm yeah, going to give a shout out to all the usual suspects Jay's, Ryan, and Kendall. 42. Number 42. Uh, Willow, Sai. John Ennigan, Lockie, uh, Lockie. Uh, also a big shout out to the Mighty Reds for putting, giving me another fantastic mm. day of like rollercoaster of emotions watching the match. So is right there. I've got two shout outs that will self promotion at the start. Talking of Broadway Rooks, you want a rook? Go and pick it up from Broadway Park. Oh, well. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Flint, Flint's a rook yeah. dealer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most importantly, shout out to Mr. Beepo for coming on tonight. Yeah, yes. definitely. Yes. Come in, Ben. Nice one, Ben. Okay, my shout outs. I want to go to the CGB Films as well. Started for oh, yeah. us. He's uh, offered us a little uh, little bit of filming there, so we might take him up on that offer. We're going to have a little little chat with him. And past guests as well, Scouse Ramblers. Yeah. And all the guests that have been yeah. on so far, Joe yeah. Power, Jimmy Allen, the Planchy yeah, Jazz yeah. Master. Yeah. Anybody who wants to come on, just get in touch yeah. through the, the, the social media and, you know, anybody is welcome. Yeah, we've got some belters already yeah. booked in as well over the next few weeks. And one last thing. Because they will take anybody on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're the whores thing. of the podcast <laughs> world, yeah. We are. Yeah, Pod come sluts. on. You, we promise you won't feel dirty and used afterwards. <laughs> ben, we would like you to write down a question in oh, this book go. and this is a question that we will ask the next guest who comes on the podcast okay. yeah so we don't want to know what it is you just gotta write a question for the person so just be a spurious one and write a little memo to us as well and we'll read it out next week just shout out to my beautiful wife that'll do bless her well done for yeah, shout, out Natalia. Yeah. shout out to <laughs> natalia and the rest of the Beepo ben family that's it man Winter's coming to an end, and that was the Podnoughts.